Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for another glorious night. Thank you for another opportunity to receive from you. We call it rainbow. We thank you for another opportunity to hear you never before. We thank you for the opportunity to receive your blessings, Lord. And Jesus, you lose from heaven. And we call it sunshine. That's amazing. That's amazing. But this is the best part. And you made me in your likeness. That's super amazing. Father, you are amazing, God. Hey, you are amazing. Hey, you are amazing, God. You are, you amaze me. Your eyes are full of love, and it's overwhelming. And Jesus, and your evidence presence, it's all over, blowing us to wind. God, we thank our maker for another glorious night in his presence. We bless God for another opportunity. We thank him for another privilege. We thank him for bringing us this far and for the opportunity he's given us. 
Our God is good. Our God is great. Our God deserves all the praise. To Him be the glory. To Him be the honor. To Him be the praise. Hallelujah to His holy name. Wherever you are, bless the name of the living God with me. Thank God for another glorious day. Thank God today is the beginning of a new week. By His grace, we have been ushered into the third week. Oh, God has been good. God has been so good to us. Bless His name. Bless the name of the living God. Bless the name of the living God. Worship His holy name. Magnify the Lord. Worship Him. Glorify Him. Thank Him for Him being your God. Thank Him for His sustenance. Thank Him for His provision. Thank Him for how far He has brought you and the family. Thank Him for His mercies. Thank Him for His love. Thank Him for being your God. Thank Him for securing you and all that is connected to you. He has been so amazing. He has been so good. He has been so kind. He has been so faithful. Let those who know what God has done for them adore His name, worship His name, and bless Him. Let them accolade Him with all the glory. Let them appreciate Him for who He is. Let His name be lifted high. Let the name of our God be praised. Let the name of our God be worshipped. Let the name of our Heavenly Father be adored. Give Him praise, somebody. Give Him praise, somebody. Give Him praise, somebody. Give Him praise, somebody. Worship Him, glorify Him, magnify Him, exalt Him. Praise His holy name. Our God is good. Our God is good. We magnify Your name. Glorify Your holy name, Lord. We magnify you for who you are and for what you've done for us. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for your favor. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your power that sustains us. We are so grateful to you, mighty God. We are so grateful to you, our King. We are so grateful to you, our Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. Oh, we worship your holy name. Thank you, Baba. Thank you, our Lord. Thank you, our King. Thank you, our Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. You want to pray now and you want to ask for the mercies of God. You want to pray now and you want to bring every thought of yours before the Lord. Ask Him for mercy. Ask Him for cleansing. Ask him to purge you. Ask him to make you whole. Even as you come before him, may his blood speak for you. May his blood speak for us. May his mercy speak for us. In the mighty name of Jesus, let the mercies of God speak for us. Even in our gathering, even as we come to have an encounter, may his mercy speak for us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we receive mercy tonight, Lord. We receive mercy, we receive mercy, we receive mercy, we receive mercy in the mighty name of Jesus. We receive thy mercy, 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 we receive thy mercy in the mighty name of Jesus. We receive thy mercy. In the name of our Lord Jesus, we receive thy mercy. In the name of our Lord Jesus, we receive thy mercy. We receive thy mercy. In the name of Jesus, we partake in thy mercies. In the mighty name of Jesus, pray and ask for the Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit to empower us. Ask the Holy Spirit to stir us up. Ask the Holy Spirit for grace. May his grace be made available. May the grace of God be made available. May the grace of God be made available. May God empower you even as you cry out to him. May God grant you the needed strength. May God empower your thanks. 
and may God empower your hands. May He, the Lord, strengthen you even for tonight's encounter. And even as you receive from His grace, may He, the Lord, supply every need of yours according to His riches in Christ Jesus. And may the hand of God bring peace into place. May God cause His will to be done in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the hand of God bring supply. Let the hand of God bring supply. Let the hand of God bring supply in the mighty name of Jesus. For He is your God. For He is your Lord. For He is the one who is with you. He is the one who cares for you. He is the one who has brought you this far. Ask Him for His grace and mercy and ask Him for His power tonight in the name of Jesus. Pray the Lord empower me. Lord strengthen me. Lord strengthen me. I need not that power of yesterday but i need a new power lord i need a new grace lord i need a new power lord in the mighty name of jesus receive strength from above receive strength from the holy ghost 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 in the mighty name of jesus receive strength from the lord Receive strength from the Lord. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever your heart desires are, I wanted to bring them before the Lord. Bring your heart desires before God. Bring your heart desires before God. Bring your heart desires before God. He said, Ask and it shall be given. Seek and it shall be found. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. For those who ask, receive. Those who knock, the door is open unto them. Those who keep on asking, they receive. As the Lord, whatever your desires are, bring them before the Lord. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Remember, yet we call it sunshine. That's amazing. Oh, and you made me. That's the best part of creation. In your likeness. Super amazing. Lift your voice, everybody, sing. You are amazing. Jesus, you are amazing. You are amazing. Glory be to Jesus. Throw some fire. Throw some fire. Throw some fire. Throw some fire. By the grace of God, yesterday night, we started with the next episode I wanted to speak to us about, and um, we began it to the glory of God, and tonight I want to continue with it as we receive from the throne room of grace. So we are still looking at the head, the head, the head, the head. 
so for the week yesterday night we started looking at the head as a potter the head as a potter or the head as a gateway of blessing and i remember yesterday we looked at the two crowns as given by god and as the lord has given to every man which is the crown of glory and the crown of honor and i also remember letting us know that man was made by god to be the head of his creation and so man as a creature was made to be the head of the creation of god and god did this by giving man authority and by putting and subjecting the whole creation under the feet of man so especially the new man in christ whose scripture says that he is a new creation is one that have been mandated by god to now take over the world and to ensure that the whole world is at his or her command so the make up of man which is sealed by the image and the likeness of god gives man that authority even among creation to do as god has willed and to be a blessing to the generation so man as a head of all creation i think that is where we ended yesterday i think that is where we ended yesterday so as i set the ball rolling tonight first of all you need to understand that the crown as given by god the crown as given by god is made for man to be a symbol of authority so the crown is a symbol of authority the crown is what gives man that legality over creation as a head and so every person as you move and as you walk on the planet earth if you do not have that crown upon your head it means that first of all you lack that divine mandate on earth to be a ruler so any person walking under the sun anyone who is under this sun which is the earth and doesn't have the cyanide of the crown doesn't have the crown upon his or her, her, her head is not one who has been mandated by god to be a ruler so if you want to be the head the first thing you need to look at is whether you have the crown because your crown will determine where you sit and your crown will determine how, where you rule and how far your dominion is through some fire so if your crown is not upon your head for example whenever kings meet even on earth your crown determines whether you are a man with a higher authority 
or you are just a person or a king whose kingship ends at just a jurisdiction. So crowns will determine the extent of your rulership, how far you rule, and to which people you rule. So if your crown is so high, it means that your people under your rulership are also people that have given you their power and they have surrendered their will to you. So your crown. So you cannot just walk under this earth without a crown. You cannot walk under this earth without a crown. So man was given that crown by God so that man can be separated. Man can be one that God himself has placed as a head. When I'm speaking about man, by now I hope you understand man as woman and <laughs> and man. So it's in a gender form, a generic form, man or human. So every person on earth must have this crown. And this is what the enemy knows. And because of that, the enemy is always trying to take away this crown from, my, from mankind through some fire. The enemy knows that your crown is your symbol of authority. And your crown is what has given you dominion on earth. And because of that, the enemy desires to take that crown from you. And woe unto any man whose crown has been taken. That man becomes one who is a king in, in spirit, but will live as a slave on earth. So, Ecclesiastes said that, For I saw that kings were rather working, but I also saw that slaves and servants were rather upon the horse. So, any man whose crown is taken, now be, become a slave. And that person no more sit with the royals. That person is no more counted among those who are prominent. In other words, that person has now been taken from the status of a king to become a slave. In other words, that person has moved from the status of being a ruler to become a servant. Declare in the name of Jesus, I will not be taken from my place of authority to become a servant. Declare in the name of Jesus, nothing can move me from the status of being a ruler to become a servant in the mighty name of Jesus. Declare, I am not a servant, but I am a king in Christ. I am not a servant, but I am a queen in the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, declare, my crown will not be taken off my head. My crown will not be taken off me in the mighty name of Jesus. So, from the ancient days, whenever there is a battle, all that is done is to get the headman, who is maybe the king or the chief. And when they get the headman, when they take hold of him, they now take his crown and cut off his head. And when that is done, the whole people surrender because they know that the head man, the head man is no more through some fire. So the enemy desires, well, number one, to take your crown from your head. 
the crown from your head. So any man, any woman on earth, as you are hearing me, one desire of the enemy is to take away your crown. Is to ensure that your crown is no more upon your head. Is to ensure that you do not live as one who is in authority. So in Job, the book of Job, chapter 19, verse 9. Job chapter 19, verse 9. He said, he has stripped me of my glory and taken the crown from my head. He has stripped me of my glory and taken my crown from my head. So when your crown is taken, immediately you lose you lose your position of being a king or queen to become a slave or a maiden. So there are so many people walking on earth who were made to be rulers, who were made to be people in authority, who were made to be people who God has positioned them at a level. But the enemy has stripped their crown. The enemy has stripped and taken off their glory and their crown. And because of that, although they are living, they are not different from the servant. No wonder Paul said, as far as the hair is a child, he differs not from the child, though he be Lord of all. As far as the hair is a child, he differs not from the slaves or servant, though he be Lord of all. So when a person's crown is taken, that person now moves from being a king or queen to become a slave. I pray to God for you. May the crown of you be preserved. May your crown 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 be preserved. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, through some fire. So we have the crown, the crown. And whenever we are speaking about man, we do say that from the crown of the head to the sole of the feet. Because crowns are put on the head. You cannot find anyone whose crown is on the feet or who has put the crown on his or her hand. Every crown is placed on the head. Every crown is, is placed on the head. Because... Whenever you are walking, the first thing that we see, wherever you are, wherever you be, the first thing that we see is your face. And the face is part of the head. So when a man appears anywhere, the first thing that everybody will try to see is the face of that person, the head. So if there be a crown upon you, your crown will be seen. And if there is no crown upon your head also, it will be visible. I'm asking you, do you have your crown on your head? As you walk about in life, 
Is your crown upon you? Is your crown on your head? Do you have the crown on your head? Because when your crown is not upon your head and it's not on your head, you are not different from a slave. You are not different from a servant. You are not different from one who is a maiden. Do you have the crown on your head? Oh. Malambadu shalam vagadaya simbelete melebedosh. Your crown can be taken from you. Lamentation chapter 5, verse 16. Lamentation chapter 5, verse 16. Says that the crown is falling from my head. Woe unto me that we have sinned. The crown is falling from my head. Here, the writer was lamenting about a kingdom who sinned, and because of sin, their crown fell off. But what is most important to me is that your crown can fall. Your crown, it can fall off your head. And when your crown falls from your head, it means that you will be crownless. You will be one without a crown. Has your crown fallen? Or your crown is upon your head? Has your crown fallen? Or your crown is upon you? In Christ, one thing that will cause your crown to fall is sin. That is why you must flee from sin. Look, never think that I will sin and I will confess and God will forgive me and so you keep on sinning. <laughs> that is just a language of a babe. That is just a language of one who is not grown in Christ. Hate sin. Flee from sin. Flee and decide to love God. Decide to love your neighbor as yourself. Desire to do good to all men. Desire. Walk always with the mindset that I want to live my life as one who is born of God. Don't live your life hating people. Don't live your life having issues with people in your heart. Don't live a life that is full of grudge against others. Otherwise, your crown will keep on falling. You'll be walking, but your crown will not be upon your head. Anyone who engages in sin, one thing that happens to you is that your crown falls. Flee from sin and don't be in sin. So the, the psalmist was lamenting and saying that the crown is falling from my head. The crown is falling from my head. Shout, Lord. Whatever crown that has fallen from my head, Almighty God, show me mercy and place my crown upon my head again. Shout, Lord, whatever has caused my crown to fall, Lord, show me mercy and place it upon me again. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So, Imagine someone who has been 
engaging in sin. And there are so many crowns. So many crowns. But the crown of glory and of honor, imagine that you were crowned of glory. Your crown of glory in marriage was upon your head. But because of fornication, your crown has just fallen. Because you are not able to hold on to God and to control yourself. Right now, you don't have any crown when it comes to marriage. And because of that, you are not seeing the glory of God in that aspect of your life. Imagine that you are someone who was to be so blessed with a good job. But because you are so corrupt, because you engage in every form of laziness, your crown of glory in terms of career and job, you've lost it. Imagine that your crown of glory in terms of finances, because you are not faithful to God in your titan, because you are not faithful to God in your giving, you are losing such a crown. Imagine it. Imagine how far you could have gone if this whole crown of glory is upon your head. Imagine how far you could have gone if you didn't allow sin to rob you of your glory. Sin is a robber. Sin is an arm robber. And it robs you of your glory. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory. Listen to it well. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So it causes you to lose that glory upon your life. And this is the crown of glory upon you. So whenever you think that, oh, I'm just, oh, I'm just engaging in sin. Oh, I'm just, you are losing your glory. And the time will come. You'll be a man or woman without any glory of honor. You don't have it. Because your glory is your covering. You are covered in glory. And as you lose it, you are losing forever. Hate sin, desire, hate sin, desire. It's not easy, but if you make up your mind, God will, God will help you. That sin, that causes you to fall and always, you don't even have appetite for church. Because you are just afraid. You, you are just afraid. Look, everyone who lives a holy life, eh, you are bold in approaching, approaching the throne of grace. But if you don't live a holy life, you are always at the mercies of God. You are always praying for mercy, mercy, mercy. You are always praying for mercy. Because you live just at the mercy of God. But those who live in righteousness, those who live in holiness, those who have desired to wash their robes in the blood of the Lamb, they approach God with all sincerity. And they approach God with faith and courage. Because they know that truly, though in their human nature they are sinful, but they are not walking in sin. And it makes you courageous in approaching God. Whenever you see that approaching God has become very difficult for you, check your life. Approaching God has become very difficult for you. Check your life. It's possible that because you are living in sin, you are not having that courage and look one thing that breaks it all is fornication and that is 
what as youth of our time that is what is dragging us back but hey you have the spirit of god in you and if you desire that no i will let the past be the past i want to live a holy life for god you can be a virgin again if only you can decide it you can be holy again if only you can decide it you can decide i will not let any man that have not yet married me touch my body you can desire that as a man you wouldn't touch the body of any woman on uh, except the woman you marry you can decide it and you can hold on to it and that is what will cause you to approach god in in oh in boldness and in courage and you are not afraid you are not afraid you come to god in courage ask anyone who has ever been in sin and ask them when they were in sin how how was their christian life when they are going to church they are afraid when they are praying they are afraid everything they are just afraid they live in fear because of sin especially fornication but when you are out of it you are not afraid of anything you are not afraid you are not afraid you are not afraid you are always you are always courageous to come before god don't lose your crown of glory if you can hear me type i will not lose my crown of glory i will not lose my crown of glory i will not lose This is no place of surrender. Surrender. And this is the place. This is your place. When my flesh gives way. Thank you, Lord. And this is the place. Where my life is changed. Where my life is changed. Do to me what you want to do. <laughs> Throw some fire. So your crown of glory. For all of sin and falling short of the glory of God. But as you walk in holiness. As you walk in holiness. As you walk in righteousness. You will see that your life is full of the glory of god when we talk about the lord in in his glory he is in a beaming light he's shining he's like the ah 
the rays of the sun far greater than it. That is how your life also shine whenever you live as a man or woman who do not walk in sin. You are always shining. You are always shining. You are always shining. You are always shining. Otherwise, you will be praying. No. You always be praying, but you don't see it manifestation. Because you've given your whole body to sin. But leave us one. Leave us one who is without sin. And Leave as a person who is born of God. And you see the light of God. So the enemy, he desires to take the crown of your head. And sin also desires that the crown falls from your head. These are the two enemies we are dealing with. The whole creation, every man, every woman is undergoing battle. And your battle number one is against sin. Your battle number two is against the devil. And each one of them desires and targets your crown. Sin targets that the crown will fall from your head. And the enemy also targets that he will take away the crown. From your head. Leborobo Sabarabasaya. Imanamanano, send the Brennehan Nemes, Iparacatosha. Plea Casus Imente Barabasa. Pocopola Bancalava. Pray to God, Lord, help me, Imanamanta. Help me to live in holiness and righteousness that my crown will be preserved. Ibagra Sasusa. Help me to walk in holiness and righteousness that my glory will not be stripped from me. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Whenever you sin, you fall short of the glory of God. So just ask yourself how many times you, you've sinned and just ask yourself how many of the glory of God you've lost. But you are praying to God that Lord help me. Lord, help me and restore unto me the glory. Help me to walk in the holiness. Help me to walk in righteousness. Help me to walk, Lord, as one that is born of you. Help me to walk as one that is born of you. Lord, help me. 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 Help me to live as one that is born of you, God. Help me to live as one that is born of you. God, help me to live as one that is born of you, God. Help me to live as one that is without sin. Help me to live a righteous life. Help me to live a life, Lord, that is a life of blessing. Lord, help me. Help me to walk in holiness. Help me to walk in righteousness in the mighty name of Jesus. Help me to walk in holiness. Help me to walk in righteousness in the mighty name of Jesus. Help me to walk in holiness. Help me to walk in righteousness in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord help me. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Throw some fire. You are
And so understand that your head is very essential to God. The Lord God, he desires in your head. He has, he has a particular interest in your head. And because of that, he even ensures that every part of you, every part of you, every part of the hair, he has a desire. To the extent that even your hair is counted. Imagine that God, he takes time to count your hair. He takes time. He takes time to count your head. He has a desire to understand that every part of hair, of your head is important, including your hair. And so he says in Matthew chapter 10 verse 30, But the very hair of your head are all numbered. He has given every hair of yours a number. This is also a secret in the spirit. So your hair is, is numbered. It doesn't mean that he has numbered your hair. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. No, 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 no. It means that your head have code. Your hair, it have a code. So the code of your head is what makes, if somebody gets access to this hair. For example, if you want to have a DNA, if you want to have a DNA, your hair, a follicle of your hair is enough. In that hair of yours is your DNA. So if we want to get your DNA as a person, if you get just your hair and we get hold of it, we send it to those who are good in that, they can determine your DNA. Even from this hair of yours. Tell you, when you they are numbered. They have code. Your hair is different from every other person on this earth. Like the way your palm is and your, the way your fingerprint is. That is how your hair also is. Your hair is different from every other living organism on earth. And your hair is an identity of only you. That is why you must be careful who have access to your hair. You must be very careful. <laughs> Who have access to your hair? So who braids your hair? Who, where do you have your hair cut? Who have access to it? Because there are people who walk around and they are courtes and not all they do is that they buy hair. They buy parts. They are there. All that they do is to just get the hairs of humans. And they use that hair in manipulating them. Why? Because your hair carries your DNA, and your DNA is you as a person. But when we come to the manipulations, we will see more about that. But your hair is numbered. Your head have code. And this tells you that God is so interested in the things that concerns you. And so he gave a command. Because he have so much interest in your hair and your head, he said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 36, Neither shalt thou swear by thy head, because thou canst not make it one hair white or black. So God is interested in your head to the extent that he doesn't even want you to swear by your head. To swear by your head. 
is Hebraism, but if you take it literally, it's also there. Don't swear by your head. Don't swear by your head. He said that because you have interest in you, do not even swear by your head. So God, he has specific interest even when it comes to your head. Let me ask you, do you also have that same interest with your head? Do you also have same interest, like how God have interest in the head? So, what the enemy desires, again, is to ensure that because God is interested in that aspect of yours, he desires that your head will be beheaded. He desires that your head can be cut off. He desires that you will you will not even live to see the day your head can be cut off. It happened to a prophet whose name is John the Baptist. And this prophet had his head cut off. His head was just taken off. He was beheaded. Matthew chapter 14 verse 10. The daughter of Herod requested for the head of John the Baptist. And his head was taken off. Do you know that as you walk about, as you move about, somebody have a, a specific interest in your head. Somebody desires your head, your head. Somebody desires that one day your head can be cut off. You. There are people who are working physically, but their hairs have been cut off spiritually. They are headless people living on earth. There are people who are living on earth, their head is not there. If you see them in the spirit, you, you wonder if they are really alive because they are headless. The spirit realm is very interesting. You see that they are headless. As we can cut the head of people in the physical, so the head of people can be cut off in the spiritual. Who is desiring your head? Or has your head been cut off? Do you have your head on? Is your head really on? <laughs> is your head on? Is your head on? My goodness. Do you have a head? The enemy is so much interested in the head that he desires that your head be cut off. If you can hear me type my, I will not be headed. I will not be headed. My head cannot be cut off. Okay, simple put. My head cannot be cut off. My head cannot be cut off. The enemy desires so much that he desires that your head can be cut off. Jim. And when your head is cut off, imagine 
On this head is your eye. On this head is your nose. On this head is your mouth. On this head is your ears. So when your head is cut off, <laughs> you've lost everything that pertains to life. Place your hand on your head and say, Lord, cover this head with your blood. Pray, Lord, cover this my head with your blood. Cover this head with your blood. Pray, Lord, cover my head with your blood. Let there be a covering of this head with the blood of the lamb. Let there be a covering of this head with the blood of the lamb. Pray, I cover the head of my children. I cover the head of my spouse. I cover the head of the people connected to me. I cover the head of those who are connected to me. I cover their head with the blood. Their head will not be cut off. Spiritually or physically, their head will not be cut off. 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 In the name of Jesus, I secure the head of all that are connected to me. I secure the head of all that are connected to this ministry. In the mighty name of Jesus, they will not be beheaded. In the name of Jesus, they cannot lose their head. They cannot lose their head. Not their children. Not their spouses. Not themselves. In the name of Jesus, they cannot lose their head. They cannot lose the head of their children. They cannot lose the head of their spouses. In the mighty name of Jesus. You cannot be headless in the mighty name of Jesus. Your head will not be cut off. Neither the head of your children, neither the head of your spouse. In the mighty name of Jesus, your head will not be cut off. The head of your children will not be cut off. The head of your spouse will not be cut off. Let the blood secure your head. Let the blood secure the hairs of your children. Let the blood secure the head of your spouse. Let their head be secured. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, let the blood cover their head. 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 Whoever is seeking to behead the hands of your children, whoever is seeking to behead your head, in the mighty name of Jesus, I declare your head is covered. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus. So physically, there are people who are losing their head. You chunk of footy. The spirit that's, that worked against John the Baptist is still at work. And people's heads are being cut off. Husbands are cutting the head of their wives. It is not, no, sometimes if you hear something, please, a spirit is at work. Jezebel said unto Elijah, If tomorrow by this time I do not do to you as you did to the prophet of Baal, then I am not Jezebel. I will also cut off your head. But 
Elijah ran to God, who is able to preserve the head of him. As you have run to your God, I declare that your head is covered. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus, Elijah's head was preserved by God himself. I see a covering over your head. I see a covering over your head. I see a covering over your head. In the mighty name of Jesus, I see a covering over your head. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Ye chunko footy, and it is kedro. Ye chunko footy, a cool flat as fast as he saw. I declare, not even your grandson, not even your granddaughter, not even your great 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 grandchildren, for your sake. May God preserve the health of your children's 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 children in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says that for the sake of David, the Lord swear that I will not let the crown be taken away, the throne be taken of the house of David for the sake of David. For your sake, may your children and their children and their children's children never lose their hair in any way or form. I declare that they will not lose their head. They will not lose their head. They will not lose their head. They will not lose their head in the mighty name of Jesus. They will not lose their head. They will not lose their head. May the hairs of all those people be preserved in the mighty name of Jesus. 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 So the enemy has a desire in the head. When he refuses to now cut the head, Another thing the enemy desire to do is to curse the head. The cursing of the head. The cursing of the head. This is another serious manipulation. And for the cursing of the head, we'll be dealing with it from tomorrow. Any cursed head, the Lord will deliver. So the enemy... He knows that man, man, have a crown on the head. And the crown on the head of this man now attracts the devil to rise against man. So, when he's not able to take off your crown from your head, and when your crown do not fall, he desires to cut off your head. When he sees that this is not possible, he desires to curse your head. There are people who are walking on this earth with cursed head. The moment you hear, say your catch will be saying this person is unlucky. He's Oh, Debbie, Debbie, Debbie. He's not a lucky child. 
you lose this opportunity anyhow. You are living under a cursed head. Your head is cursed. There are people whose hairs are cursed. Their hairs are cursed. Are you working with an accursed head? Is your head cursed with marriage? Is your head cursed with good job? The right individual said they have all the certificates, but they can never have a good job to do that. Let them apply for any job that is in connection to their certificates. That could earn them good money. They will never be accepted. But let them write to become and to engage in any work that is not according to the level of their certificate. They will get their job so easily. It's not because companies don't want to pay them or absorb them. Their head are cursed. So if your head is cursed, you lose opportunities. I'm asking you, is your head cursed? Are you working with a cursed head? Nothing is working for you. Maybe your head is cursed. That is why till now, marriage has become very difficult. You enter into the relationship and when you are getting to the peak of say, let's settle down. Some way, somehow. Bang. Sometimes you get all the accoutrement. You buy all the, all the stops. Ready to enter. Bang. It ends there. You get the opportunity. It seems everything is working. Till you went for that interview and you were bounced. Bang. You want to get the opportunity to travel. Everything has just worked out. The last stage. Bang. It's possible that your head has been cursed. Your head is cursed. If any person has ever cursed you, I told you from yesterday that a head is a potter for blessing. So whenever they were blessing in the Old Testament, they placed the hand upon the head. So Jacob, he caught Ephraim and Manasseh and placed his hands upon them, on their head. That is the same thing that happens when someone is cursing another person. By their words, as they release their words, they are releasing curses upon your head. It will never be well with you. They begin to release curses. And these curses, they all fall on the head. Because that is the crown of your life. So are you having an accursed head? There are people, eh? Any house they rent, they will have issues. 
any job they find themselves, they will have issues. Any church they find themselves, they will have issues. It seems trouble is working with them. That wherever they get to, they have serious issues. Sometimes it's because your head is cursed. It's because your head is cursed. When the enemy succeed not, there is another technique of attack. Throw some fire if you can hear me. Throw some fire. Throw some fire. your hand on your head and say, Lord, any curse that have been pronounced upon this head, Lord, by your mercies, deliver me from that curse. Shout, Lord, any curse that have been pronounced upon me, that is causing this head to be cursed in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, deliver me from that curse in the name of Jesus. Throw some fire, glory to God. Throw some fire, throw some fire, throw some fire. In Thank you, Holy Ghost. 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 Another way the enemy attacks the head is by bruising the head or striking the head. In Genesis, when God came into the garden and saw that Adam and Eve have been deceived, when he started cursing, he got to the serpent and he cursed the serpent and he said i will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed it shall bruise thy head 
and thou shalt bruise his heel. The bruising of the head. This is another technique. Another area the enemy uses in attacking the people of God. Bruising the head or striking the head. Oh, say if you do my own. Oh, be a better just oh peja or no mumbay or casino. Yetino pa. When you are rising to be the head, you are just cut off. Pa. There is that striking. So there are some families. What betize you if you are becoming great? <laughs> There are some families. The moment you start getting wealth, you know that you wouldn't live for long. The bruising of the head. The bruising of the head. The striking of the head. Do you sometimes feel say, Obedia boom tree, pang, 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 pang? Do you sometimes feel that somebody is just striking your head like that? As an obedia boom tree mono. <laughs> something is happening in the spirit. If you've ever felt or you, you continue feeling it and it hasn't been dealt with, it needs to be dealt with. It happened in scripture. The Bible says that Elijah, when he prayed for a woman, and the woman had a son. One day the son went to the farm with the father. And he said to the father, my head, my head, my head. And the father said, take him to, to the mother. And whilst he was with the mother, he still complained, my head, my head, my head. And the child died. The striking of the head. The enemy strikes the head. And if your head is not covered, thank you, Holy Spirit. Another way of attacking the head is when the enemy blinds a man or a woman. The blinding. The eye is the light of the body. In Matthew chapter 6 verse 23, Jesus said that the eye is the light of the body. And when the enemy sees that he cannot now strike the head, he now begins to attack the organs one after the other. And the most essential part of the head that he attacks so much is the eye. The Bible speaks of a man who was very instrumental in the hand of God, whose name was Samson. 
And when something lost his strength, the first thing the enemy did to him, the people of Philistine, was to take off his eyes. The eyes of something were taken off. Who has determined to blind you? Who has determined to take off your eye? In other words, your body will not be full of light because the eye is the light of the body. So it means that when your eye is no more, you have no light on earth. People are blind spiritually. They are not able to decipher between good and bad. When opportunities are coming their way, they are not able to even see. They don't know what is called a trap and what is called a God-given opportunity. Neither do they have that insight into knowing a trap. So they fall into the hands of wrong person relationships just like that. They fall into the hands of wrong people who say that they are business people and they rob them. They fall into the hands of bad friends and they know not. Because their eye has been blinded. Their eyes are no more. Their eyes have been attacked. And because of that, they are not able to differentiate between good and bad, evil. They are not able to do that. And when the enemy succeeds in touching the eye of a person, your visions are cut short. The Bible says that they took something and all they did to this man was to ensure that his eyes are taken out so that he sees no more and then he cannot pray no more. Mighty God, preserve the eyes of your people that are listening to me now. Let there be a preservation of the eyes. Let there be a preservation of the eyes. Let there be a preservation of the eyes. Lord, let them know evil people that come into their life to destroy them. Let them not fall into the hands of evil men and evil women. Lord, let them not fall into the hands of those who are coming in to do them evil. Lord, let them not fall into the hands of those who are coming in to deceive them. Mighty God, open their eyes to behold evil. 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 Let them come to the place of knowing the bad friends that are there to bring them grief and mourning. Let them come to the place of knowing those who are meant to destroy their lives. That they will not hang upon their mighty God. That they will not fall into the hands of these people. Wherever you are, I want you to pray, Lord, help me. Help me to choose between good and bad. Help me to see those who are evil. Help me to cleave to those who are good. 
Help me to leave those who are evil. Help me, Lord, to know the bad relationships. Help me to know the relationships that are only, only trapping me, that are causing me to, to lose the great values that you, the Lord, have for me. Lord, here, open my eyes. Open my eyes. Let my eyes never be blinded. 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 May I never live in what is called a blind love. No. But God caused me to see. Cause me to see. Cause me to see the evil that man do. The Bible says that, and the angel of God, the spirit of God, picked me and brought me into the temple. And I saw through the holes, and I beheld evil men in the temple. May God open our eyes. Lord, 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 open our eyes. At our workplace, open our eyes. Lord, in our families, open our eyes. In our household, open our eyes. Among our friends, open our eyes. To know those who are of evil heart and evil mindset. To know those who are of evil intelligence. To know those who are in for death. Lord, to bring us and to cripple us. The Bible says that Samson, he was with Delilah. He didn't know that she was the source of all her problems. Neither did he have any intelligence. He didn't see the sort of evil. Ah, but he was led astray and he lost the value. He lost the calm. He couldn't do what God wanted him to do. Pray the Lord help him. Let me not fall into the hands of a wrong woman. Let me not fall into the hands of a wrong man. Let me not fall into the hands of a wrong boss. Let me not fall into the hands of wrong friends. Let me not fall into the hands of wrong people company. Bible says for bad company corrupt. Pray to God, Lord, help me. 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 In the place of decision making. Lord, help me. There are so many times you come to the place of decision making and you don't know what even to choose. You don't know what to go in for. Sometimes you are torn between choosing between people for marriage. You are torn between choosing even a good job, choosing between jobs, and you don't know what to do because you don't have the eye. But if God opens your eye, the Bible speaks that even the other day, there was a woman who was at the desert and she could not find water to drink. And because she was still in, in tears, Bible says that the tears of the sun got to heaven. And immediately the angel of God opened her eyes to even see the river that was flowing. All along, the river was there, but the woman couldn't see the river. But the Bible says that when the cry of that young boy got to the heavens, an angel came down and God himself opened the of this woman to see the river that is flowing. Ah, pray to God. Maybe you are praying for marriage, but 
that person you need to marry is just around you. Maybe you are looking for a job opportunity, but that job opportunity is just around you. But it will take God to bring you to the place of discovering where your eyes will now be open, where you will see the goodness in that man, where you see the goodness in that woman, where you see the opportunity at that workplace, where you see what God wants to do in your life, where you see where God wants to bring you to. Maybe there are so many things you are looking forward for, but your answers are in the heart of man. For you to get connected to them is a problem. But when God himself opened your eyes to behold, you will see the flowing river and you will see the source and the solution to that problem. You will see the solution to that problem. You will see the solution to that thing that you've always been praying for. For God opened the eye of the woman to behold the water. May God help us even as we are praying. May our eyes be open to see what God has for us and to see what God has desired and to see what God has willed for us in the mighty name of Jesus. Open our eyes, Lord. In this life, Lord, when we are in the place where we are about entering into temptation, where we are about entering into trust, Lord, open our eyes that we will not fall into trust, that we will not fall into evil. Lord, open our eyes that we will not fall into evil. Sometimes you don't know that the water you are about drinking is a poison. Sometimes you don't know that the food you are about eating is a poison. But God can open your eyes that you will know the evil that is about happening to you. God can open your eye to behold the evil that is about opening to you. Malamano shalabai. Sometimes you are about to buy that food. That food is going to corrupt your system. That food will be a sort of problem to your body. That food will be a medium through which the enemy will attack your health, but you have no idea. But God will immediately open your eyes and you behold the secrets of the enemy and you come to the place where you know that this is not what God wants for me. Sometimes you are about burdening a vehicle that will lead you to accident but immediately you have a prick in your spirit. Ah, immediately your spiritual eyes will be open. Immediately you receive divine illumination. Immediately you receive divine enlightenment. Immediately the eye of the spirit will be open and God will now bring you to the place of knowing and from that time onwards you will not live as a blind man or woman Man, but you live as one whose eyes are opened by God. Ibaramanda Salaba. There is a God who opens the eyes. The Bible says that the other day, when Elijah was with the servant, even Elisha with the servant Gehazi, Bible says that they were surrounded by such great a crowd that the prophet wasn't afraid. But the Bible says that his servant was afraid. And Bible says that Elisha prayed for to him and said, The Lord opened the eyes of this servant, and the eyes of the servant was open, and he saw how the cloud of heaven, how the clouds of angels, how the chariots of angels have covered them, and he feared no more. Sometimes you can be in fear, you can be in agony, you can be in stress, sometimes you can be in pain, and you think that all is ended, until the Lord open your eyes to behold that he is with you, to behold that the I am is with you, to behold that his presence is with you. To behold that he is right there with you. Pray mighty God. 
in this journey called life, in this journey called life, open down my eyes, Lord, open down my eyes, Lord, God who opened the eyes, Lord who is the eye opener, open my eyes to behold the wonders of you, the Lord, in the name of Jesus, open my eyes, Lord, to behold the secrets, Ilabaron Tayaza, Melawan Telemelimaya, Ikamalawa Sandagrada, Singe Devre Minimantos, Lupranan Salabagi, Renskeberenda Sende, Ikapalamalawanta, Ligranda Balawantaba, Remeleben Wantala, Librona Kampala, Madam, Leminobi Spiritually Blind Lord, Iambarakutanda, Iagadabrandasa, Vremele Kambelesh, Bromamanamanonsha, Recapenda Brenando, La Granda Zabaluata, Icapelanda Belemandos, Ipranamandos, Recatele Melimas, Rapana Ramanda, Ragadimandosa, Rapana Ramandas, Ruka Sambaliata, Iparamandosa, Gradavenda Brandos, Limanda Branaha, Ivrabalosai, Ivranabalosai, Ivranabalosai, open down my eyes in the name of Jesus. Keep on praying, somebody. There are sometimes you are about moving to a particular city, about moving to a particular home, about moving to a particular place, but you don't know that the house you are about guy about settling in. That is the place where your body will be carried in a casket. Maybe that is a place where you have to bury your children, you have to bury your spouse, you have to bury that which is yours. Maybe that is a place where, yeah, the enemy will be able to trap the family and to destroy them all. But God will open your eyes. The Bible says the other day, as Joseph was with Jesus and Mary, one day as he was still sleeping the angel of the Lord said unto him, Oh son arise and pick the baby Jesus and flee to the land of Egypt for Pharaoh want to kill him a thing was secretly brought to me at night until God reveals until God uncover until God brings to your eye the secrets that have been hidden you will not know and you fall into the hands of wicked men but when God opens your iron the secrets of the enemy will be made open unto you. You will know what are being planned, what the enemy is planning in their secrets, and God will give you an escape route. The Bible speaks of the enemy of Israel, and they said, why is it that everything we plan, the people of Israel come to know of it? Is there any ally among us? And the servant of him said, no, my Lord, for there is a prophet in even with the people of Israel, that whatever we plan in secret is made even unto him in public. God can open your eye that you know the wickedness that is being planned against you at the workplace, that you know the wickedness that is being planned against you in the family, that you know the wickedness that is being planned against your life. There is a God who opened the eyes of men. There is a God who 
forces the eye to be open. Ibaraman shalabada, branda balamenonta, lebrama mamanunda ta, legrabada barabashaya. Let no secret be hidden from me, long. Let no secret be hidden from me. In the name of Jesus, open my eyes in decision making. Open my eyes when the enemy is rising against me. Open my eyes when traps are being alive for me. Open my eyes when temptation is befalling me. Open my eyes, mighty God. Ibaranda gradosa, ragadima na badosa, melowatela melemendo, melowatela melemendo. Pray, I will not be spiritually blind. In the name of Jesus, the word of the Lord says, In whom the God of this world have blinded your eye. Declare in the name of Jesus, I will not be spiritually blind. 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 In the name of Jesus, Ianda Branda Susa, Rekatele Melemeno, Melawaketele Maha, Ivrama Mama Conta, Azima Gadivoga, Ivrama Macantosa, Rependa Branda Zeus, Rentele Melwata, Regadimasua, Repenimanta, Regadimansos, Regadimansos, Iparamaninta, Malawatele Menia, Ligada Barasos, Rentelamanda, Vrababalakai, Sanda Gradaya, Ivaramandos, Rependamene, Arwantele, Malawatapaya, Azama Gradai, Ishanda Gradis, Rentelava, Milandaba, Falambaga, Valagada, Felemagas, Ruantala, Shanda Gradis, Rakadusa, Ripandaba, Malawantai, Shanda Gada, Shangradis, Limpa, Mronaha, Lansos, Ransoros, Rampa, Melagados, Zimai, Atanavia, Imaranto Zebede, Fremamamamamoshalai. I will not be blinded, not physically or spiritually, in the mighty name of Jesus. Itelemelimamamanoa, Malantalamalamanoa, Malantalamanamanoa, Malantalamanoa, Malantalamanoa, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Because I'm open before you, Lord. Do to me what you want. Do to me what you want. This is the place of encounter. This is the place of surrender. And this is the place where my flesh gives way. And this is the place where my life is changed. Do to me what you want. Do to me what you want to do. Thank you, Jesus. The last thing. I'm looking at with the head is a covering of the head. You are amazing. That's amazing. But this is the best part. And you made me 
in your likeness. The super amazing, super amazing Father, you are amazing. The covering of the head, another manipulation against the head is the covering of the head, truth and fire. So, there are some times that your head is covered. Your face is bound. Your head is covered. Your face is bound. In John chapter 11 verse 44, in John chapter 11, we see the man called Lazarus. A man who died was buried and Jesus walked to the place as the resurrection and the life. And he gave life to this mortal being. And the word of the Lord says that with a loud voice he called upon Lazarus to come out of the tomb. And the dead came forth. But when he walked out of the tomb, there was the covering, there was the wrapping. He was covered from the head to the toe. And one essential part of it was that his head was covered. It was something that was done with their tradition. But when he rose out from the dead, the covering was still upon his whole body, including his face. And Jesus, choose some fire if you can hear me. Choose some fire. So Lazarus was caught out of the dead, but once he came back to life, his face was covered, his head was covered. And that is why in John chapter 11, verse 34, we read, and he that was, that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with great cloth. And his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, Loose him and let him go. So there is the wrapping of the face or the head, the covering of the head. Your head can be wrapped or your head can be covered. There are people whose glory are not being seen because their heads are covered. With a veil and sometimes with grave cloth. When your face is covered with a grave cloth, in other words, you are a dead body. But when your face is covered with a veil. In other words, there is a restriction of your glory. The Bible says that when Moses went with God and met God face to face for 40 years, 40 days, he came back and his face was beaming with light, shining. He was now in a higher ecstasy in spirit. 
He was now in another dimension in glories. But because the people couldn't behold him, he covered his face. In order to limit the rays that were coming out of his face. When your face or your head is covered with veil, it is to restrict the glory from being seen. But when your face or head is covered with the grave cloth, it means that although you are living, but you are still dead. This is what was evident in the life of Lazarus. That even after walking out from the tomb, he was still seen as a man that was dead. And because of that, Jesus said, Lose him and let me go. So do you think that this Jesus who saw this will die and will have his face to be wrapped with this grave cloth? Do you think that this grave cloth will be hanging upon him when he rose from the dead? In John chapter 20, verse 7. John 20, verse 7. Where we are speaking of Jesus as he rose from the dead. And when Peter and the other disciples came to the sepulcher, they saw his cloth. And in verse 7, says that, And the napping that was about his head, not lying with the lining cloth, but wrapped together in a place by itself. Lazarus arose from the dead, and he had his, gro- his great cloth on, from his head to his toe. But Jesus rose from the dead, and this great cloth, he left it in the tomb, folded it nicely and left it in the tomb. You need not to let your head be covered with grave cloth, neither with a veil. Because the enemy will always love to wrap your head with a napkin or veil or the grave cloth. So that you wouldn't walk in the higher dimensions of glory through some fire. So there are people who walk around with their hairs covered with veil. There are people who walk around with their hairs covered with veils. I'm asking you, is your head covered with veil? Is this manipulation evident in your life? Is your head covered with veil? As you are walking around, is your glory seeable? Are people able to identify that the glory of God is upon you? When we are not able to see that the glory of God is evident in your life, it means that there is a veil or a covering around your head. When you get to any job and we are not seeing the glory of God in your life, it means that something is wrong. 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 wrong. The veil 
or the grave cloth. So Jesus, when he arose from the dead, this thing that covered the head was no more. He ensured that his head wasn't covered by anything. His head wasn't covered. He took it away. Shout, Lord. By that power, I take off any cloth that is still hanging on my head. Shout, Lord. I take off every covering that is upon my head and my face in the name of Jesus. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost, let the fire of the Holy Ghost burn every covering, every demonic covering over my head. Let it be destroyed. 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 In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. So Jesus ensured that his head was free from this. Beloved in the Lord. Yesterday and today has just been a expositional. And by the grace of God, you have been exposed to the head as a gateway and as a portal of blessing. Tomorrow onwards, we will now be moving further into other issues that has to do with the head. As you walk around, I pray that may you never be headless. One story that when we were in school, we were told is about the story of the club. He said that the club was very intelligent. Uh, and one day, his friend came to him that he, he had an issue. And because of that, he should lend him his head. For that issue, the friend took the head of the club went and came but refused to give the head to the crab and because of that the crab has always remained headless till now there are people who walk about headless only three only three they can't reason for themselves they can't make decisions for themselves they can't just make any decision for themselves because they are headless there are people who walk about their faces are covered it's my prayer that the lord through the mysteries of his word will bring deliverance to you and cause your head to be anointed. May God cause this head of yours to be protected. May God cause this head of yours to be preserved. 
may god cause your head to be preserved in the mighty name of jesus and may this head be a blessing and not a curse in jesus mighty name bless the name of the living god forever you are thank god for another opportunity thank god for his word that have been revealed unto you thank god for the mysteries that have been made known unto you thank god for the mysteries that have been made known unto you bless his name bless his name bless his name all over In the name of Jesus, we are lifting only a prayer and then we end for tonight's session. Lay your hand on your head wherever you are. We are lifting a voice of prayer for just some time and we end for today. We are lifting a a prayer. Shout with me in the name of Jesus. Any evil manipulation that has been orchestrated against this my head shout lord let those manipulations never come to pass in the name of jesus say mighty god all evil manipulations that has been orchestrated against this my head i declare it will not manifest it will not come to pass it will not happen in the name of jesus let those manipulations let them be broken let them be destroyed 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 in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to pray now. Destroy every manipulation. Come against every manipulation. Come against every manipulation. Whatever manipulation that has been orchestrated against your head, declare in the name of Jesus Christ. It will not happen. 
it will not come to pass. Whatever evil manipulation that have been orchestrated against any part of this your head, against your hair, against your eye, against your senses, against your mouth, against your nose, against your ears, against your face, declare in the name of Jesus, it will not come to pass. It will not stand as the Lord lives and as your soul lives. It will not come to pass. It will not stand in the name of Jesus as the Lord lives and as your soul lives. It will not come to pass. It will not stand in the mighty name of Jesus. Declare it will not come to pass. It will not stand in the name of Jesus. All evil manipulations. All satanic manipulations orchestrated against this my head. I declare by the power in the name of Jesus, it is broken. It is destroyed. 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 Set the fire of the Holy Ghost into that manipulation now. Set the fire of the Holy Ghost into that manipulation now. In the mighty name of Jesus, it will not stand. It will not come to pass. It will not stand. It will not come to pass. It will not stand. It will not come to pass. In the mighty name of Jesus, let it be broken. Let it be destroyed. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus. And now I want you to pray the Lord anoint my head. Anoint my head with oil and let my cup run over. Lord, anoint my head. Let the anointing of God fall on the crown of my head in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Pray, Lord, anoint this head, anoint this head, anoint this head, anoint this head. Lord, anoint my head, 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 Lord, anoint my head. In the mighty name of Jesus, let my head be anointed. Let this 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 head be anointed. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Bless the name of the living God. Thank God for answered prayer. Somebody lift your hands and say, You are, you are amazing. Lift your hands and say, You are. Thank the Lord and bring your week before Him. As the Lord that let the week be blessed. Ask the Father to bless your week. Ask the Father to preserve your life. Even as you commence a new week. Commit your going out into his hands. Your coming in, commit it into the hands of the Lord. Ask the Lord to preserve you. And to keep you. And to be with you. As the Lord to overshadow you with his greatness and to cover you with his power in the mighty name of Jesus. Say, Lord, be with me throughout the week and grant me peace. Let the peace of God be my portion in the name of Jesus. You are amazing. 
Jesus, give a clap of friend unto the Lord, somebody. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank our God for an opportunity. We thank our God for the revelations in His Word. We thank Him for giving us the opportunity to even receive His blessings. May the good Lord bless you. And may God let His face to shine upon you. And may God grant you peace even this week. May the week bring to you all the blessings that God has in stock for you. May the week bring to you all the goodness of God for your life. May the week be your week. And may the week be a week of testimonies. Even in the name of our Lord Jesus. Tomorrow, we'll be meeting at 10.30. As we continue with our night of wrestling. Three days more to go to the glory of God. So I want you to keep on joining us. And let's finish hard. God bless you. Let's share the grace of God together. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Amen and amen and amen and amen and amen. Before you leave, please type, my head is anointed. 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 Before you leave, type my head is anointed. 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 You are are. and Jesus, you look from heaven, and we call it sunshine. That's amazing, but this is the best part, and you make me in your likeness. That's super amazing. So have a glorious night, have a beautiful sleep, and see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. You amaze me, your eyes are full of love, and it's overwhelming, pouring down a stream. And Jesus, and your heavy